This is Flyperbole with Steve Jacot and Craig Forsyth. Act now and you can enter the Quarantine with Coatsy contest, where one lucky listener will get to be quarantined for the next two months with Steve Coates. Imagine all the fun you'll have. Whiskey not provided. So we've been quarantined for... I don't know, a week now, Craig? Has, has it been only a it's week? It's only been a week. It's been a week. Been a week. Yeah, it's been a week, and it's uh, it's been a week, actually, because it's, it's a lot of crazy stuff's going on. A lot no of- sports still. I, I know, as we discussed on Fly Purpley Under Quarantine, which is our replacement for the Flyers forecast during uh, this whole coronavirus uh, uh, bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit just because, it, it, but this is not a bullshit in a way that I'm saying that these, uh, that it's a, it's a scam to the very top. No, it's, it's bullshit because it, it sucks. It's horrible. Um, I don't want to make yeah, this abundantly clear. I'm not one of these, <laughs> I'm not Evangeline Lilly over here of, of lost and Ant-Man fame, but, um, or Vanessa Hutchins. She's had, uh, oh, apparently a couple of opinions out there about what's going on. So. There, there are opinions out there and they're not good. Yeah. Uh, well, most are bad. Yeah. We're, you know, we typically have sports on in the background. Uh, Craig, what, what are you have, what do you have in place of sports on in the background well, while we record tonight? Right now I have on a uh, KQ. Uh, I got King of Queens on, on lifetime, which, uh, sure. K A Q. K a Q. Okay. Shoving it all together. Yeah. Shoving it all. Well, I know you're a big Kevin James fan from way back. I love the KJ. Watching a lot of KOQ. Uh, probably was watching it on uh, FUK, FUQ, aka Fuck episode uh, earlier this week. So that's, uh, yeah, so King of Queens right now. I don't know what's going on. It's on mute. So. Is there a theme song, King of Queens? I, I've never seen an episode. My eyes are getting weary. Yeah, they have that song. Okay, you know, it's not song. like King, 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 King of Queens, 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 King of Queens. That is two and a half, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. It's really. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, but it's also an earworm. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's funny. I don't think I've ever actually watched an episode of Two and a Half Men. There's no point. But I know that's the intro. I don't know why. That, it must same, have been same. like, yeah, it must have been on after some show I always watch on TBS. And I'm like, oh, that's my side to get the fuck off this channel. So <laughs> probably watching King of Queens. And then I was like, all right, I'm more Kevin James. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Get so. the hell out of here. What, uh, what are you watching? I got, me Usually, some cl- I got classic yeah. Simpsons tonight. Classic Simpsons. Uh, just watched Lisa on ice. So the one where, uh, Lisa becomes, uh, the goalie for the peewee hockey team. So very oh, appropriate. Yeah. I love that theme. That's my favorite. Yeah. Great episode. Great episode. And now it's the one where, uh, Homer is a sexual predator for getting a gummy Venus to Milo off a woman's butt, <laughs> sounds... which is a great episode. Sounds pretty good. Wait, we've only, you can only stream the Simpsons on what? Uh, Disney plus Disney, Disney plus. plus. Yeah. I might have to look into that. Soon. The damn of, aspect um, ratios, Craig. They don't have the aspect ratio right because it's they stretch it out. It's that's uh, yeah. That's what I always said about. The, I was like, they they never they'll never have it right. It's but, the big uh, issue in America today is this aspect ratio. That's the that's the main thing people are talking about right now. <laughs> I'm talking about it. I'm here. I, I'm saying, <laughs> Mr. Disney from Beyond the Grave, fix this atrocity. 
But Steve, mainly my question is in regards to what you're doing right now over these last couple of days. Uh, what what the fuck have you been up to? Because I'll tell you what, it's I'm already bored. I've heard <laughs> this is going to go on for months, and I've already lost my mind. I, I I've been working from home, and I keep the TV on mute in the background, and I've had ESPN on because thankfully it's been NFL uh, free agency just started up, so that's that's yeah. kept me at least occupied. I have heard, or at least seen in the background while I worked, uh, so much about Tom Brady and his physical and how much he enjoys Tampa, what strip clubs he's going to when he gets there, all the best stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's no other reason to join a Tampa team besides that. So that's, uh, that's what they're doing. That is pretty big news though. I'm happy that dynasty is, is finally done. It looks pretty cooked. Hopefully, hopefully. Do they even say until like they, who until they get Nick Foles from the Bears at midseason and <laughs> then he turns it around. I was gonna say I really wonder what the next quarterback is for who the next one's gonna be for New England, but well, I look like in the, the mirror, Craig. It's you. Sure. I mean I gotta do something. I'll start trying to be a quarterback. I don't think they're gonna like it, but <laughs> I'll definitely do it, you know. I mean you know, Chase Daniels made a great career out of not playing quarterback. I... I'll say, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you that much. I'm probably as good as Chase Daniels. <laughs> I, I'll say that right now, that I think we're the same skill level. So that's pretty much all that's going on is NFL free agency. NFL I've, free agency. There's not any hockey going on. We have very minor tidbits here and there, but that's pretty much it. I know yeah. you and I have played a good amount of uh, NHL 20, not against yeah, each other because we have different systems, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you're an elitist and you like PS4 that's fine and I there's the, <laughs> I don't think there's anything elite about it I just like single player <laughs> games better which I need to reiterate I am I like playing the computer I like being a, an introvert with my video games thank you yeah that's a that's a good I like uh, I do like playing online more but that's I mean even that the servers went down for a while too but, I mean there's I'm running out of stuff to do although I did start doing uh i did pick up the the part-time thing for instacart so i'm just gonna do that non-stop oh wow and then run my car into the ground so that's my goal <laughs> it's gonna take a while for that to happen but i plan on i mean there's no sports to watch uh you can't really go out and do anything right now no you and know? it's all you can well, do is i would say it's fly a... so that's the main thing you can do that was that's what it's nine out of ten doctors recommend yeah and that tenth one just you know they don't know anything. So, well, I was going to say, you know, it, it, you hear all this about not stepping outside and there's no, that's not the case in South Philly. These people are hanging out. Like nothing <laughs> is different. Everybody's still on their stoops, hanging out, but they're talking about the coronavirus. Hey, you hear about this? Like smoking cigars. And I, <laughs> I'm just walking around. I'm like, nothing has changed in South Philly. It's all the same. <laughs> Like I'm leaving my house with like my entire face covered. I'm wearing gloves, even though it's like mid fifties weather. And I'm like, mm. like, I'm not, I'm not even making eye contact with people. And they're just sitting out yeah. there. Nothing, nothing is different in South Philly. Nothing has changed. Now I got to ask though, I'm down to five rolls of TP and I'm worried. Where are you at in terms of toilet paper? Are you finding it in the city? Cause I haven't seen it. I'm not kidding. I haven't seen TP for a while up here in stores. I bought TP I went today. Out and I was looking yesterday because it was a cart and there was nowhere anywhere I went. So, See, the city is just full of wonderful little surprises. And uh, I have an off-brand toilet paper. I can't even read the brand. Uh, it's letters <laughs> that I've never seen in my life. They could be an alien language for all I know. But guess what? It's something to wipe my butt with. And it will presumably go down my pipes. 
hopefully, yeah, I'm hoping so. And even if it doesn't at this point, I think we gotta we're just moving into what materials you know will work down there. So I got after after a TP, I'm thinking blankets, old T-shirts, you know, uh, paper towels, uh, tissues. Uh, I mean, I don't know where else to go from here, Steve. But dark times ahead. Dark times ahead, there. indeed. <laughs> so. Uh yeah, I mean, do you want to do? Do we want to talk about? So I've been I watched Leonard Kenny and then I started watching Community too. There's like the two big things going on right nice, now. Nice, nice. Yeah. I've not seen Letter Kenny. Uh, I've gotten a recommendation from a friend of mine. Community, I've watched a couple times, and uh, Community yeah. is it's got some rough patches for sure, but it's it's got some real highs. I do. I, I was gonna say I'm only like a season and a half in, and I'm a pretty big fan of it. Leonard Kenny. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think it was gonna be as funny as it was, but it is. Uh, it is pretty good. Well, so put, it on, it. put it, yeah, on put it on the list. Put it on the list. Yeah, you guys got nothing else to do. It's funny though too because I'm also I'm not behind on Better Call Saul, but I'm trying to rewatch last season so I know what's going on in these episodes, and I'm I still have only done like two episodes. <laughs> so I don't know why I just don't want to catch up with that show. Yeah, I'm always right on top of Better Call Saul. I watch that as as soon as it comes out. Good show, and like I love the whole Breaking Bad universe, so I don't know why I'm like kind of hesitant to get back into it. But well, it's I you're mean, a loser. crazy times. Uh, oh, I mean, okay, so we're, you're we're, a crumb we're, bum. Okay, yeah, that's right. You're <laughs> a crumb bum. <laughs> Going right for the slam dunk. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I've been cooped up. I, don't, I you're like the first person I've spoken to today. I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all cooped up. You ready for the segue? And we're all cooped up. Because of the coronavirus, which uh, let's talk about how the players think the schedule is going to go because of this coronavirus. How about that? We'll sure. start with that. Got a bunch of notes of things related to the coronavirus, so we'll start with that. Uh, I saw it was a Jason Martinez tweet. He said that if this was from LeBron, Sarah Valley, Jagger, everybody at uh, TSN pretty much. Uh, the players and some of the board of governors have uh, laid out a possible schedule in anticipation of how long the coronavirus outbreak coronavirus situation pandemic pandemic yeah i think pandemic's a, a good word because it's it is what it is so uh apparently training camp on this schedule would start in early july 2019-20 season finishes in late july which i find interesting playoffs in august and september draft and free agency in october 2020-2021 season begins in november this is kind of you and I were talking last week. We were running off the the idea of best case scenario a month at least, and even then I was laying like we were laying it out that the season wouldn't be able to start until November. Right. And the they are starting later. They're projecting they're going to start later. They're also projecting they're actually going to finish the season, and then also they're only going to have literally one month off between the end of this season and the start of next season, which would be bonkers. I don't I don't know if they can. I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling about that. That yeah. feels a little too congested. I really, I think they're, I think they just have to finish. I think the 2019-20 regular season is just done. I think they're just going to have to go over that. Like, I think they have to go on the training camp and then just play, start doing the playoffs in early to mid-July. Right. Like, just done with the regular season. If you're going to do it, do the playoffs and... I heard also that well, and you might have this on your list about the the potential playoff plan that was kind of bonkers, insane too. But it's 
just do the playoffs. There's no point in doing the regular season at this point. And if you need to determine any tiebreakers, you can either do the bonkers insane, let almost everybody in except for the worst of the worst, uh, or you can do the oh, yeah. the, the wild card play in. Yeah, the 2014. Yeah. We could talk about the 2014 one right now I... because that is a crazy idea. I'm almost here for it, but I'm not quite here for it. I didn't actually look at what the plan was. I just saw 2014 layout for like the playoffs. So what was the actual, do you remember what the actual format was? That's literally all I saw. Oh, okay. We yeah, can, so I can try and look it up. And it's a lot. It may, I guess like, I, I don't know. I would kind of get it this year because there are some teams, there are some teams that are just going to get boned because, you know, it's always based on paid points and then tiebreakers off the points. And then this particular season, they're going to play about 10 games less and they go on the point percentages. So if I was the Blue Jackets or I forget who the team was in the West, I think it was the Jets. Like if I was one of those two teams, I'd be pretty, pretty upset about it. Uh, but it, I mean, it is just, they might just have to do it anyway. I, I don't, 24 teams though is, it's a little, it's a little much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little bit. But uh, I too mean, many cooks. Schedule, though, <laughs> too, we should break down that on an episode. Actually, that I, I don't know if I can ever watch that again because that was I, such disturbing nightmare fuel. <laughs> it was. I did it once a couple months ago, and I was still I was still cracking up at it. So just because of the I forgot all all the parts of it. So it's catchy. Um, it's another earworm. Too many cooks. Too many cooks. <laughs> no, that is, that is too many cooks. That's too many freaking teams. Just yeah. do the playing. Do the play-in for any teams that are on the border. Traditional playoffs were golden. I, I really do think that is the way to do it. And I mean, honestly... Listen to me. I'm the hockey expert. <laughs> okay, I'm a certified hockey expert. I'm the John Taffer of hockey. Shut it down! <laughs> 20 more teams! That's like having too many beer taps! The quality's gonna go down! But there's no, I, I'm telling you right now, there's no way they can only do one month. Or if they do, all the injuries and all the travel are going to be huge problems next year. Because I think they're still anticipating from there, like er, the rest of the timeline is normal. And You've I got the Montreal Canadiens making the playoffs. <laughs> the Chicago Blackhawks. No one wants that. Oh, God. Fucking John Tapp. I haven't watched that show. Oh, well, I know, what was it, Ryan Reeves and Nate Schmidt were on it this week? Of course. Yeah, we didn't get the, I didn't, I didn't check that out, but I can't, I, I can't imagine John Taffer yelling at Ryan Reeves. Oh, no, I would take definitely Ryan not. Like, fight, Ryan I Reeves, I, I can't see him taking shit from John Taffer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, this man in just a, a, just the worst suit jacket you've ever seen, screaming at you with that slick, slick. back hair. I was gonna say the slick black, uh, five you know, five pieces of hair. Then just getting yelled at. He's just like, "Yeah, you're, you're a disgrace!" And then just gets knocked out by Ryan Reeves. You're a disgrace. What would your mother think, Ryan Reeves? <laughs> Excuse me. Oh God. Uh, so yeah, so the schedule probably isn't happening. Also, I, again, two months. I don't even know if two months is guaranteed at this point. That's what I keep hearing. But who knows if that's actually how long we're going to be. Uh... Nobody knows. That's... Yeah, that's, that's the great unknown. That's the upsetting part. Is Everybody's really got estimates. Is. You know, it's yeah. people walk in, they have their estimates, their fancy estimates. Nobody knows. And, I'm, you know, I don't Except ever know. Except for if me, I'm, I'm a very smart, game. wise man. The smartest. <laughs> All right. uh, speaking of uh, coronavirus still, uh, an Ottawa senator 
has been uh, has been diagnosed with it. Uh, they are the first NHL player who has been given the diagnosis. The news was announced on Wednesday, dating back two weeks uh, two weeks from yesterday. The centers had played the Islanders, the Sharks, the Ducks, and the Kings. So that is that. I mean, the good thing is, is the league shut down before they knew of any cases, and it's not as a lot of. I mean, it sounds like a lot of NBA players have already been diagnosed with it. I think uh, four yeah. members of the Nets were just diagnosed, and apparently three members of the Sixers. Yep. Uh, and then, um, and they, yeah, they uh, Gobert and Mitchell. Uh, and a bunch of uh, Sean Payton. I saw Sean Payton had it today. Durant. Durant, yeah, Durant was, uh, I think, the, the biggest basketball player. Yeah. Idris Elba, everybody's getting it. It's all Tom, yeah, we talked about Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, a big one, yeah. <sighs> I mean... And soon, Vanessa Hudgens and Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, I mean, those, I'll tell you what, that's... Um, Celebrities, that's they're just like you and me. <laughs> not also, I'm not saying all celebrities are dumb, but the Vanessa that that Hutchins video was pretty, uh, was pretty ridiculous. It's so. just like you're watching it, and... You're you're just kind of it, it captures you in how stupid it is. <laughs> what about the? Did you see the kids that were uh, the the guys that went down to Florida for spring break? Oh And they were God. talking about like, did you see it or you just? Oh, I saw it. it. I, I saw okay, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's those just guys, like the dumbest specimens of humankind. Yeah, like it's just like, I, whatever happens happens, man. All I think about is like I. Half the country is still going to have. They're still going to Rudy Gobert. It. Like, like on Sunday they're going to be touching mics, joking around about it, and then on Wednesday they could, you know, you're going to get diagnosed with it. I feel like there's still a bunch of people out there that don't think it's a. You don't need to react to it at all. Right. They're just going about their normal day, and it's like, well, uh, no, that's not. You probably shouldn't be doing that. Wash your damn hands. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, not necessarily that part, but. I did want to point out, I saw this in a meme somewhere, probably Facebook, because that's where they, they usually happen. But Fred Durst, uh, many years ago, warned us about the uh, the act of social distancing with uh, with lyrics to break stuff. Are you ready? Oh, my God. You're Durston? You're Durston? No yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Durston. It applies. So, no human contact, and if you interact, your life is on contract. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. So, that's what... He, he had it laid out in front of us. See? Fred Durst knows all, is what I'm saying. And I'm um, happy Fred Durst in a couple years ago. It's definitely the first time that's ever been said. And you uh, you said you were Durst and well, uh, you won your job interview for this job. You showed up in a red hat and a, and a white beater and they uh, they were like, wow, this guy. This guy knows comp. style. He knows fashion. And <laughs> he seems like a reliable person to to give this job to. <laughs> Seems like he's gonna be rocking the set, so let's uh let's bring him in. We'll give him a manager's job here. So that's uh so that's also news. And then I thought something else we could talk about with coronavirus would be uh James Myrtle put out a list of fifteen players who may have unexpectedly played their last game in the NHL, so we could go through them and uh make fun of them. Because it, it's a real list of people I just don't really have uh, feelings for so speaking of uh, number one on uh, Myrtle's list Ryan Miller <laughs> good guy get out of the league you know what I mean I'm, I'm tired of him I'm done <laughs> all I think about is 2011 when he uh, bitched him out about mass murder with uh, with Mike Richards and everything oh man forgot about that <laughs> he did have the nice 2010 uh, you know uh, Olympic run and everything but also didn't 
win the gold medal for the U.S. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of bitched him out a lot with the Sabres. Uh, got run over by Milan Luchik. That's probably what I'll remember him for. And then, uh, yeah, just been living out in Anaheim the last couple of years. So, uh, good riddance, Ryan Miller. That's my stance. Uh, Steve, got any words for Ryan Miller? You a big fan? Big fan from way back. <laughs> from way back. <laughs> Uh, number two, Henrik Lundqvist, another uh, coupleless goalie that will go out and uh, just go out with a, with a whimper. Not really much uh, fanfare. That that is man. It's almost a shame because I have a lot of respect for Henrik Lundqvist, but it's not really a shame. It's a it's a shame like Seinfeld. Like that's a shame. <laughs> he if he was just a member of like twenty five other NHL teams, it really would not have been a problem. If he was but a he member pick. of any other NHL team, he probably would have won a cup. Yeah, I mean, if he was ever a duck or an av or a star, like he would have been, he he probably would have won something along the way. Just Imagine basically just any anything but a New York Ranger. Just any other team besides the Rangers, besides a team that made like Ryan Kelly and their main guy, go-to guy for like a season or two. Just anybody else. It would have been. Anyway, uh, speaking of somebody I will miss, Justin Williams, uh, this sounded like it was going to be his oh, last I'm season. not counting him out. I, you know, I don't know. He's had a couple of these seasons of will he, won't he come back. So I'm thinking this might be, maybe He's this gonna is come a... back. He's going to come back at the last possible second next year. The last possible second. <laughs> he's, just gonna, yeah. he's just going to dive in. He's going to sneak into those DMs, slide in those DMs. That's the term I was looking for. And <laughs> man, he's going to take a team to an almost cup run because he's just got that, that grit, that heart, that hustle. Well, the the interesting part will be if the Hurricanes do somehow make it into the postseason because they're going to finish the regular season in July, and they don't have those seven round series or there's a seven game series in the playoffs. I mean, what what's the point of even having Justin Williams? It doesn't do anything in games one through six. It's all game seven, baby. So it's all, that's it's that. what it's all about. That's the name of the game. Uh, Miku Koivu, man, I have no feelings about Miku Koivu whatsoever. Do you know that? Like he has just been a reliable two-way forward for the Minnesota Wild forever. Pretty sure since like the mid-60s he's been there, and I just do not care or have any kind of nothing. I have no feelings for Miko Corville. But uh, congrats no. on the career. Yeah. It's a shame uh, you know, the Wild were never good when you were there. Um, <laughs> Chucky yeah. Two Trades sends his regards. Yeah, yeah. Chucky Two Trades is upset about it. He might be the only one in Philly. So, uh, Jay Bomeister is a little upsetting just because his I think his career is done anyway because of the cardiac event. And then um, this was going to be his last season. So that's a little upsetting. Brent Seabrook, though, don't really. I mean, he's hilariously bad. I don't think his contract is done this year. So I guess he's assuming that he's going to be bought out. And everybody knows how bad he is. So he's not going to continue to get work. Same with uh, David Backus here. David Backus. David Backus. 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 I only I enjoyed David Backus during the 2014 Olympics because he would just truck over people, and that was about it. The rest of his career has been a real, I don't know, real piece of work. That guy. Backass. Back. <laughs> hashtag backass. Yeah. Uh, backass. Number, number eight. Sorry, Craig Anderson. Um, what? I, the only thing I can remember with Craig Anderson, or the thing I think I'll be remembered for most, was the um, he had a 50 save shutout when the. The Avs were an eight seed. They played the Sharks, and they they won one nothing in overtime because Dan Boyle shot the puck off of Evgeny Nabokov's leg and in. Do you remember that? It was years ago, and it was uh, the the Sharks ended up winning the series anyway. 
but they the Avs won one game in overtime, and it was one nothing, and they got massively outplayed. And then Dan Boyle tried to shoot the puck around his own net and banked it in off of Kenny Nabokov's leg and in. That's it. I don't That's think the... I remember that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you can uh, you want you can look it up. Uh, you I'll only remember that because you know every famous Craig. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, ask me about any episode of Coach, and I'll lay down what I, what Craig T. Nelson did. So, or any show of the original Late Late Show with uh, Craig Kilborn. I, I got it all. So, uh, he was in old school. There you go. Yeah, uh, he was in nine. old school for like five minutes, and <laughs> yeah, gets, he was the uh, crushed by a car. Or no, he's in the car that crushes Jeremy Piven. Oh, you see, doing the Lord's work, crushing Spoil- Jeremy Piven. <laughs> Spoilers for old school. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, sorry if you guys, but I mean, again, it is Jeremy Piven receiving physical pain, so I'm sure people are happy they heard about that news, or at least I am. Man, I, I there are a few actors I hate more than Jeremy Piven. I think is that I'll, right? I'll that. I, I don't know what he always plays an asshole, doesn't he? Or like something that makes you want to smack him around. Basically, like that's yeah. So I mean, that's that's kind of easy to understand why I don't like him, bro. <laughs> uh, bro, what about Entourage, bro? He's the yeah, main, no, he's no, the bro. asshole, bro. <laughs> bro. I'm going to turtle and not accept those questions. Uh, wasn't, did Jeremy Piven uh, start on Seinfeld? I don't know uh, if he started on Seinfeld, but he was, was he on there early on? He was the, uh, when they were doing the show, he was George. Like when they were actually oh, that's right, that's make right. the show, he was George, yeah. So uh, I didn't know. PCU, maybe? PCU, that uh, early 90s college oh, movie yeah. that everybody knows so well? Yeah. I know. Uh, every single one of us knows it. For everybody, Every, everybody loves it. It is watched in frat houses to this day. <laughs> uh, Dan Hamius. We weren't. J- Jeremy Piven makes me think of Dan Hamius, who is number nine on this list. Dan Hamius, former, former flyer. flyer. Great. Whoa! Yeah. There we go. That's synergy yeah. right there. Yeah, that's uh, that's a deep pull, Dan Hamius. Uh, I don't, and then he also a former Penguin, even though he never played for the Penguins, right? That's what happened there. I think so. I think and his that, rights yeah. got traded around twice, and then he signed with the Canucks. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, and he made a good call because he won all those Stanley Cups, you know, away from our team. So good for him. the Sabines, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Andrew Ladd. Speaking of uh, cups, I don't want to talk about uh, one. Believe he won in '06 with the Canes, and then also in 2010 with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, so, uh, and then got a contract he definitely wasn't worth in 2016. So he's he going out, riding off into the sunset. So good for Andrew, uh, good for you, Andrew Lad. Speaking of not going off into the sunset, Jimmy Howard. Oof. I mean, if this is his final time in the NHL, nothing like going out with a two-win season. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. And I <laughs> feel bad. Like I've always liked Jimmy. and two. <laughs> I've always liked Jimmy Howard, and that that is that sucks. Yeah, that really does. By the way, and... liked is like, I like him. Like, it's not yeah. like, I, I don't love Jimmy Howard. It's not. Yeah, he's not your Scott Lawton goalies, yeah. I don't have the begrudging respect for him that I have for Henrik Lundqvist, but it's just like, he seems like a fine goalie. He seems like a good goalie that kind of came in towards the tail end of when the, the Red Wings were useful and relevant. But I'll, I will say one of the things I think about with Jimmy Howard was uh, a couple years ago, he got pulled before a game because he had the poops, or he got poop, pulled in the middle of the game. And I remember you made a Photoshop of... Uh, the scene from Dumb and Dumber. Yes. And you put Jimmy Howard's face. Just put a mask of Jimmy Howard I on. Think uh... I have that somewhere around here. But <laughs> all I did was put that Jimmy Howard mask on. If I find it, I'll tweet it out tomorrow. It was, it was a good pick. It sticks with me till this day. So, uh, And uh, another bad player who won a couple cups was uh, Trevor Daly. I think he won one. 
but he was not a good defenseman, and I'll never understand how the Penguins won the Cup in 2017. So that's uh, that's still going on there. Another bad defenseman, Roman Polak. Hopefully he's done. He's so immobile and not uh, not good in this league anymore. And then also Jonathan Erickson, same thing, except a little bit a little bit younger. Um, also, honorable mentions: uh, Mike Smith, Andy Green, Derek Angland, Justin Abdelkader, and Trevor Lewis. I can't think of somebody's career who was less interesting than Trevor Lewis's. I feel like he's just been a guy that's been there for a while now. Oh yeah, that's a name that you see and, and you're like, that's a hockey player. There's like, there's just, he's a sandpaper forward. Uh, you know, he's a gritty forward, maybe is the way. So there's nothing else. Like Andy Green, stay at home defenseman, blocks all these shots. Daring Angland, big time idiot that punches a lot of people. Just an advocator, uh, inexplicably on every Team USA, just because his GM runs Team USA. <laughs> Uh, so I guess that would make it explainable. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, and then Trevor Lewis. So, uh, so that's that. And then we're going to go on to why the Bruins suck. Let's move that up into the episode. Yeah. Which the, why this team sucks usually falls about an hour into fly purpley. And I think we're about <laughs> a half hour in. So yeah, that's, that's yeah, how so that's, uh, coronavirus that's quarantine yeah. episodes are going. This is not to be confused. The Monday, Tuesday episode. episodes are called fly perfectly under quarantine this is just the straight up fly perfectly i know yeah. big differences important big differences, differences. <laughs> and we are going to start delving into those ideas that everybody was throwing out there so we will uh we were talking about doing uh one of those for this episode we're going to push that to sunday or monday or tuesdays so we'll we'll discuss that all fair we'll take it all fair but uh for right now yeah the bruins suck well the bruins suck because of the bruins but also uh obviously one of the drawbacks from the games getting canceled are the uh, the part-time workers, the the guy, the people that work the concession stands and do everything with uh, that actually make the game happen at the stadiums. Uh, they're going to struggle financially now, and a lot of the teams have stepped up. Uh, Comcast has come out and said they're going to pl- uh, pay employees through the end of March. Uh, apparently, every other team in the league, except for according to Adam Gretz, who wrote this article earlier today. Uh, the Boston Bruins. So uh, from his article, quote, the Winnipeg Jets and Calgary Flames initially said they would only pay employees if games were not rescheduled, but both eventually changed their stance after intense public criticism. The Sabres are still holding their stance. They will only pay when events are officially canceled. The best look either. Yeah. And, And at this point, the Bruins are the only team that has not come out, come forward with some sort of plan on what, if anything, they will do for their employees. Jeremy Which, uh, Jacobs. Jeremy is, Jacobs is a pretty good guy. crotchety piece of garbage. He I mean, is, honestly, yeah. this guy is rich as hell, and he is just, no, no, I don't think I will. Screw you, man. I mean, um, honestly, yeah. these people, they, uh, I, I hate rich pieces of shit like this. Who just, I <laughs> no, hate really I, I, Oh, he is garbage. I know we have talked about him in years past as uh, being garbage and it kind of uh, was forgotten since the Bruins haven't been uh, as relevant in recent years, but obviously they're still in the conversation. But I just remember back in, I want to say like 2012 ish around that yeah. time, it was a really big deal about what a piece of garbage Jeremy Jacobs is. And yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I was going to, I put that on the notes here. He, uh, so he was a big reason. He was one of the ones, one of the owners that was pushing for the long out to last longer in 2012, 13, uh, and also was one of the main causes for the lockout back in the full season lockout in 04, 05. And then also apparently, oh yeah, that's why, that's why. Okay, now it's all coming back to me. <laughs> he also apparently made his payers uh, 
pay for the taxes on the 2011 cup rings that he handed out. Oh so he's that, he's that type of dude. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, though, uh, former flyer Robert Esch, um, you know, didn't save a lot of pucks, but he is going to save some people some money because he is now the president of the Utica Comets, who are the Canucks AHL team, uh, and he's trying to provide aid to the Comets employees during this time. So uh, got this uh, info from uh, Slam and Sammy and a courtesy of him. He said, Esch, uh, from Esch, our employees have and will continue to be the lifeblood of our organization. We have created a T-shirt fund called Puck the Virus to provide financial support for staff affected by the stoppage uh, and you can go and buy shirts at puckthevirus.com so if you want to help out some people that uh that may need a little bit of money right now although i think i mean a lot of people are gonna are gonna struggle for these next couple months here and it's uh, a yeah but the thing is there are people who are fortunate enough to have jobs that they can work from home and do they aren't going to be as heavily affected by all of this and yeah this is i'm not putting the pressure on people like me who have these uh these nice work from home jobs but it is if you have a if you're in a position to help people uh and you have a work from home position and you make a decent amount and and you can help someone i highly encourage you to to help people. This is a great cause from Robert Esch. Uh, there's food service employees, hourly employees out there, stadium workers, as we know, and, and many, many other positions that are really going to suffer a lot more than people with work from home salary positions. Uh, so yeah, if you can help out, you really should help people out. And there's a lot of things you can do. Like there, this is a great cause again, that's uh, puckthevirus.com. Uh, a lot of your favorite restaurants have gone to take out and deliver only order a delivery from a place that you really love. You don't have to do it all the time, but you know, just something to consider. Uh, and also, you know, if there's a local place and you can choose that over the national chain or whatever, uh, support them. I think they're yeah, yeah. the national chains are going to make it through this stuff. Uh, the local places are the ones that are really going to struggle. So if you can yeah. help someone out during this time, please do it. Yeah, no, it really, really, I mean, it'll make a huge difference right now. I would, I was going to say, uh, too, not related to uh, that, but thinking of people that also got laid off. I think I saw the Hockey News laid off their entire staff yesterday or two days ago, which is pretty, uh, pretty shocking considering how long they were up and running for a while. But uh, considering the circumstances, they had to let go of everybody. So, uh, I mean, the Hockey News has been around for a long, long time. So that is, yeah, that sucks. I, you know, I don't, I think, I, I don't know if Ken Campbell's still there. Like, I, I don't know what the deal is, but yeah, that's still, it's just, that's, it's just crazy. Like what, uh, you know, just what, what the world is right now, I guess. I don't really know what else, how else to say, but it is kind of crazy what's going on. Um, but there's still hockey and the Flyers did play this week. They just played inside my Xbox. And I'll tell you this much, the, the fake Flyers that I've been doing these Sims with really suck. And John, or, uh, Steve, you made a good point. I don't know. I said John. There. <laughs> Steve made a pretty good point that uh, maybe I got to start doing twenty-minute periods in these Sims because not. That, I mean, because these fly. I mean, they're oh three and one now. Why aren't you doing twenty-minute Sims? Make it authentic. <laughs> this is the only hockey we've got, Craig. NHL twenty rescue, uh, and they Flyers lost three to one to the Blues, uh, and the Blues outshot them twenty-three to twenty-two. It's a pretty close game. Uh, Katori had the only goal with helpers from Drew and Niskanen, as usual. You know, Drew helping with the assist. But, you know, as uh, Sammy pointed out last week, no cups. So get, get on it. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly and uh, Sammy Blay had two points for the Blues. 
And uh, David Perron and Marco Scandella also scored with Ryan O'Reilly for the Blues. And uh, Jordan Bennington, Bennington, 21 to 22, 955 save percentage. Carter Hart, 20 is 23, 870 save percentage. This guy's a real piece of shit in that. I mean, I don't know what to say. He's not. He's really let the team down in all four games. So hopefully uh, the longer to, games help him get more gonna in the flow. Going to have to change my evaluation from Monday's podcast to, yes. to underperforming because oh, he's keep... just not coming through. But hopefully these 20-minute periods, go, get your act together, Craig, make a difference. My uh, my my notes from Monday are the same because uh, I want Carter Hart to uh, get his shit together, and these fake hockey players need some fake wins because there's nothing else going on. Well, also worth, no- worth noting, was that fake Big Al's got to get his shit together? Yeah, he's. I mean, his his team's fucking sloppy as hell right now. Uh, the line of Law and Grant Pitlick and the defensive pair of Sanheim and Myers were out there for minus two in a three to one loss. So that's just astonishing. Uh, also, I do want to give a shout out to. Toe for John. Uh, he did throw out this idea of simming the games. I saw it after I did last week's episode, so I wanted to acknowledge that he's been th- he's been throwing out some de- uh, pretty good ideas. Uh, we've been getting a lot of good ideas, so we're going to start trying to uh, work on those moving forward. But uh, I mean, see, this might be. I think it's going to be my favorite part of the episode right now. Is what we're about to do. I'm excited. And I mean, folks. So apparently there are other hockey podcasts out there. One of them is called Cam and Strick Podcast. Oh, wow. And um, Ty Domi was on it. Ty Domi, if you don't know who Ty Domi was, he was a big old piece of shit back in the 90s and 2000s. Uh, he was such a piece the... of shit that a Flyers fan tried to fight him while he was in the penalty box. And if you've never seen game. this, if you're a younger fan who's never seen this, please, for the love of God, look this up immediately. I I was at that game, and that was pandemonium. Nobody had any idea what was going on. <laughs> We found out after we left the game, so it was pretty nuts. Um, um excuse me, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> it was, and it was funny because that's when WIP used to actually talk about hockey. So we listened to it on the way home, and it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty nuts. Uh, but Ty Domi, uh, walking piece of shit, uh, was asked about Scott Stevens as a tough guy, and Scott Stevens, uh, as Steve has mentioned a couple times, uh, is war, war criminal. criminal. Yeah, uh, would be the Roman Pollock of hockey if he had played today. Not really good, but um, <laughs> Domi, Domi went out and said, quote, Scott Stevens was the biggest phony I ever played against. Honestly, I chased that guy for years. He was such a phony. It was a joke. Let me put that out there. That guy used to target all the best players on my teams, and I always tried to fight him, and he would never fight. He never, ever answered the bell. Him and I ended up on the bench. He was bear-hugging so hard, I said, let go, I'm going to beat the shit out of you and he wouldn't let go. He was holding on so tight. He was a good hitter, obviously, but he targeted the wrong guys at very vulnerable times, and he never answered the bell. Scott Stevens, a tough guy? Give me a break. My God. My God. There is so much to unpack here. There is so much to unpack here. I agree. No, no, no. I I am foaming at the mouth over this one. I need this. I need this. So I agree with every word that Ty Domi says here, which is a shocker. But I also want to call out Ty Domi because he's calling out Scott Stevens for not answering the bell. Let's talk about a moment that I have mentioned numerous times in my, what is it? Eight years of flyers podcasting at this point. I have mentioned this. Oh, a shit ton of times. Probably as many times as I've mentioned that Scott Stevens is a war criminal who deserves to be thrown in prison tomorrow and never released. But Ty Domi, in a game back in, I want to say the early 2000s, he went and he tried to get both Craig Berube and 
Sandy McCarthy. Sandy McCarthy. They both wanted to get him to ring the bell. Do, do a little fight. You know, a little fisticuffs with those two tough guys. And he kept skating backwards. Do, you know, doing the like, oh, come at me, come at me. But he kept not actually doing it. Skating backwards, not doing it. And then, and then, one of the other Maple Leafs gets poor, def- poor helpless Adam Burt. One of the just most insignificant... <laughs> One of the most insignificant flyers of all time, Adam Burt. I think he wore number two before. He did. He wore number two, yeah. Yeah. He sucked, but... (laughs) Besides the point. He didn't deserve to get held down and beaten up by Ty Domi. One of the Maple Leafs held held him back, and Ty Domi beat up Adam Burt. It's like, wait, so you won't won't fight either of the tough guys, but you're going to beat up Adam Burt? Give me a fucking break, Ty Domi. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Now, look, he's got 100% right about Scott Stevens. Total cheap shot artist. Never answered the bell when he should have. And, yeah, he targeted guys when they were vulnerable and slammed them like the most traumatizing moment of my hockey life, Eric Lindros, RIPD. Yeah. But I, ugh, they're both despicable at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I'm struggling with right now is it's the it's the evil against evil. And I really don't feel right picking either one. I mean, like if it had come out, I mean, like if Scott Stevens came out and said the same thing about Ty Domi, I think I'd feel the same way. I'm just emotionally confused right now. Um, and also the thing I want to point about Ty Domi too, you probably got a lot of good points with the, the Adam Bird stuff. Uh, and also him fighting, uh, you know, Chris Falcone, I think was the guy's name, the, the fan or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, literally, please look this up if you've never seen it. Like Ty Domi sitting yeah. there in the penalty box, jawing back and forth with this guy. And this guy loses it and jumps over. <laughs> it is it is quite the clip. It's yeah. stunning. It's pretty unsafe. Um, but like there was a I there was a hit. Ty Domi, the Devils played the Maple Leafs. I think it was a playoff game. And Ty Domi put one of the worst elbows ever on Scott Niedermeyer while Scott Stevens was in the bench, like in the penalty box. And like Scott Stevens was losing his mind on the bench. <laughs> and that's all I think about right now was like Ty Domi saying that he wanted to fight him so much, but he never like actually opted to fight him. But there's the clip of him just taking the cheapest shot ever on Scott Niedermeyer. And then Scott Stevens just yelling at him from the benches. So Ty Domi, I mean, I, I He's. I only hate Max because of Ty. I don't think Max Domi has actually done anything. I guess too bad in the NHL. No, he's a little bit irritating. But like nothing compared to his pops. No, it's all yeah. It's all Ty Domi being a real, a real piece of shit. God, that clip though. I mean, that was the most infuriating clip I think of all time. Especially because you know, like Ty Domi can fight, so he doesn't need to do that chicken shit stuff. Like just kind of running around. Right. Just yeah. Go. You know, fight Craig Ruby for thirty seconds, get the shit beaten out of you, and, and move on. <laughs> yeah, it's a day. Yeah, it's it's a job. Just go get your ass kicked. It's not a big deal. But uh, yeah, I I can't think of a worse. I mean, like Matthew Barnaby is obviously probably the, makes this the. Uh, you know, would be the the triumphant here, the big time trio of assholes. Uh, of, old uh, three wheel Barnaby. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I mean, I did you see what happened to him recently? Uh, I feel it like we like discussed it. And I... ago. We didn't discuss it on the show because uh, I, I saw it afterwards. But apparently, he had gotten got arrested because he chokeslammed a bouncer, or like he choked a bouncer. Oh boy! Like a bar. Yeah. So he's I, I don't know what he's even doing anymore, but. He's yeah. He might actually be the worst person out of all three of these guys. Like actual worst person. I don't know about 
I, like Scott Stevens seems fine now, or at least normal on NHL Network. But like, uh, man, yeah, he was just that hit on Lindros, the hit on Kozlov, the hit on Damon Lankow. Paul Korea. Paul Korea, yeah, which is like my one of my favorite non-flyers like clips ever. But again, not, all not this the hits clip. Too. Your favorite non-flyers ever. That clip is horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, not the. Cl- I meant like the not the clip. The situation, I guess. Like it came back and he scored. In that oh, scene, okay, okay. Game. I thought you were yeah, saying yeah, yeah. that. I love Scott no, Stevens like, fucking up Paul Correa's career. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I love. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Paul Correa, but I mean that whole yeah. He, all those big time hits he had would not be legal today. Like they just wouldn't, just wouldn't be. Yeah, and he wouldn't be as good a defenseman. And so. on that front, Ty Domi's 100 percent correct. He would not be effective in today's NHL. He would not be even close. He would be the Roman Bola. He'd be too slow. Uh, I mean, I don't know. He just wouldn't be, wouldn't be as good. I think Niedermeyer would have trans. I mean, Niedermeyer did kind of transition pretty it's well. It's like when Terry and Hatcher came back with the Flyers post lockout. <sighs> oh boy, yeah. We all know how that ended. Not well. Him and Mike Rathje. <laughs> I think the Flyers just stopped paying him yesterday. Yeah. Well, that's right. They can still pay uh, all these. Uh, they're, they're still paying some guys. They got Briz off on the book still. <laughs> David Schlemp go through next year, I think. Good They're still going to play some pretty bad, yeah. All right, see if you want to answer these questions. Ooh, time for a game. game. Want to play a game? Yeah, let me find this. Uh... Yep, okay. So, Steven, I still don't think it's going to happen. I think they're still going to play a Stanley Cup. I don't think I don't think it's gotten that dire yet. But if they were not to complete a cup this year, it would be the second time ever. And the first time was in 1919 when they played five games of the Stanley Cup, 1919 Stanley Cup final series ended in a two, two tie between the Montreal Canadians and the Seattle Metropolitans because uh, game four was a zero, zero tie. And everybody was like, yeah, that's good. We don't need to settle this. So let's just go home now. So I'm going to read off these nine names. Okay. You're going to tell me if they played in this series or if they were just a famous person in 1919. <laughs> oh my God. So, so when is the series again? Just to, to, Oh, 1919. <laughs> so the series in 1919. So it's like, was this person famous or did they play in the NHL series? Pretty much what's going on here is, yeah, you got to just tell me if they're in the series or if they're just a regular famous person. I just found a bunch of hilarious 1919 <laughs> names. Bad. And I'm going to throw them right at you. All right. So first one, Douglas Fairbanks. Oh, this is, I, I know this name too. And I'm trying to figure out if I know this name from hockey or... Not hockey. Okay, can I give you one hint? Please. Looking at all these names, I only recognize one or two as hockey players. Oh, I'm going to go not hockey then. So he was a silent film actor who appeared in Robin Hood and the Mark of Zorro. So there you go. You are one for one. <laughs> uh, number two, Roy Rickey. My God. R-I-C-K-E-Y. Is that the Roy man Rickey. that Jen Rickey's named after? I believe so. <laughs> Uh, hockey? You sure about that? Fuck you, yes. Okay. First of all, thank you. Secondly, uh, he was a defenseman for the Seattle Metropolitan. So you are two for two, Stephen. Uh, <laughs> don't, you, don't you do that. I hate that. <laughs> what? Are you sure about that? You, oh. <laughs> You're sure about Is that your game, final answer? In this game, we're literally all reach. with gotta be guessing. <laughs> are you sure about that? All right. Uh, number three. Frank Foyston, 
F O Y S T O N. Frank Foyston. Um, it's a good 1919 name. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to go hockey on Frank Foyston. Okay. Uh, Ford for the Seattle Metropolitan. So you're three for three. Your knowledge of names in 1919 is fucking astounding, Steve. Let's see. Uh, number four, Muzz Murray. Muzz Murray? What? By the way, I don't know if he's still alive. You know, he would be 100 plus. Well, actually, he'd be like 100. If he's still alive, let's start calling him Muzz the Buzz Murray. That's my. <laughs> I just did. I'm going to go not hockey, but he sounds like a hockey player. Well, because he was a hockey God player. God damn it. Four I, for the Seattle Metropolitan. And the only USA player in the cup, according to Wikipedia. Wikipedia, of course, the most reliable of sources. Of also the only US player. Rock Flag and Eagle Buzz, the buzz. So uh, RIP. Buzz. I'm assuming you're dead. I, I, there's no way you're still alive. And oh if you are, God. let's play some chill. Uh, so you got four or five. Number five, Lothrop Ted withington oh my god lothrop l-o-t-h-r-o-p went by ted Uh, or i kind of hope his nickname was ted in a sentence uh lothrop withington may have played hockey in 1919 (laughs) lothrop withington i'm gonna go no hockey not hockey all-American tackle for Harvard back in 1910. Oh, Harvard! Area. So, yeah. Um, and then number six. So you're five, uh, four or five. You're doing, you're doing pretty well. Doing all right. Uh, Odie Cleghorn. <laughs> C-L-E-G-H-O-R-N. Oh, I know how to spell the Cleghorn part. It's like Odie, <laughs> like like Garfield's nemesis. Like Garfield's buddy, yeah. Or buddy. Garfield, uh, Are they yeah. friends? I don't know. Well, wasn't Garfield, like, borderline, like, you know, he had a lot of depression going on. He hated Mondays. He was always, like, a recluse. And then yeah, Cody he was stress kind of ate and he hated Mondays. It sounds like <laughs> a lot of depression. Cody was always, like, showing up and smiling, and then, you know, John didn't know what was going on. So that's... I uh, can relate a lot to Garfield. I can... Re- yeah. No, me and Garfield... Hey, Garfield's fat and orange. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they, if the suit fits. So. All right, what's what's this name again? Odie Claghorn, baby. Odie Claghorn. Odie that Garfield is the most Claghorn. Old timey fucking name I've ever I, heard. Very. Of. By the way, I want to say it's not even the most 1919 name left. Amazing. I have three pretty. Well, I got two pretty good ones, Odie and then Claghorn. like another mundane name that you know is an underrated 1919 name. But Odie, uh, Odie Claghorn, you've been sitting on it for a while. What do you gonna, got for OC? I'm gonna say not hockey. The original OC was a Ford for the Montreal Canadiens. Embarrassing, Steve. Four for six. Moving on to number seven. Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Fatty Which Arbuckle. That's not hockey. Roscoe Fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle's not hockey. <laughs> what are you, okay, so he was a silent film actor, yeah. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> that is true. It's just a They're great probably... name. <laughs> you know, it's worth putting it out there because Fatty Arbuckle's one of the great names. That is true. Not a lot of athletes get nicknames for just being like, you know, fat. So that is, I guess that is true. Yeah. Uh, so what? Five for seven. I think you're five. For seven. Why not? We'll say you're five for seven. Billy Bell. Billy Bell. That sounds like a baseball player, but I'm gonna go hockey here. And thank God you did. He was a four for the Montreal Canadiens. Steve, you're killing it. He got six out of eight. I kind of hope you missed this one for personal reasons. Number nine, <laughs> Jelly Roll Morton. <laughs> By the way, couldn't find his real name. Or I didn't put down <laughs> the notes, so I'm going to assume that his real name is Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll Morton. Uh, I'm going to go not hockey for Jelly Roll Morton. 
He was regarded as a pivotal figure in early jazz. So, Steve, he got seven out of nine. He could have just missed that one and made a hilarious six out of nine. But, you know, I guess uh, it is what it is. But that was uh, name these 1919 names. And, uh, Steve, you've, you've studied a little bit of history. I'm proud of you. Uh, wasn't, you know? <laughs> I just know uh, hockey names. That's that's what it comes down to. I think we're conditioned enough. Yeah, we kind of get the idea of between players have been around center or senator. And oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I just got to break that out. I'm going to start rolling out some uh, two game maps here, or maybe we each provide a game. Maybe maybe we could do one of those. Uh, We could uh, maybe have a rando. From uh, we'll figure. We'll talk off air. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk off. These are not on air discussions. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I don't even know why these people are asking. So, uh, anyway, we got we still got that uh, second half of the batch update here. Uh, I'm hoping I copied and pasted uh, in order here into the notes because Ian gave it to me last week. If they're out of order, we're gonna blame it on Ian. Uh, I'll let him know. We'll we'll hear about it tomorrow. Like if it is, you know. Uh, but here's the the rest of the batch update. Steve, you ready? I am so ready for my favorite feature. And you can tell it's your favorite feature. So let's I, get started. I've grown to love it. I've grown to love it. I used okay. to. I used to be like, "Why are we yeah, doing?" Yeah, we'll get this? on board, baby. Everybody loves it. We That's only talk we about hockey on Flyperbole. We all know this. I can't believe we're talking <laughs> about something not hockey for such a significant chunk of time. Uh, but yeah. most of my most of my disdain for this used to just come from my disdain for the Bachelor, and I still have a great amount of disdain for the Bachelor. But now there's a lot of amusement over shit I don't understand. Yeah, that's because Ian knows what he's doing here. Ian, yeah. Ian's oh, the I, only Ian, one providing thoughtful, you know, content for this podcast. Ian's so doing the Lord's work, and I've never said otherwise. And honestly, we're gonna miss out because they're canceling the Bachelorette in May, and fuck, we're gonna have to think of something. I mean, we'll I'll ask Ian what him and make him and his Ian watch old so we'll, seasons and give us observations. I, I think he has Netflix, so we'll ask him about Love Is Blind. He'll figure out something. Oh, if he, so if gonna, he does a, a Love Is of, Blind one, a I will. Lot of, I will batch update the shit out of that. We're putting a lot of concept. pressure on him, but he'll he'll figure. We all trust him. Buddy, yeah. do you want to fly perfectly business card or sticker? Because <laughs> I will send it to you to do this. <laughs> all right, let's quit fucking around. All right, let's get to the batch update. Okay, Jesus, all right, serious stuff. Yeah, let's get let's focus here. All right. Almost at uh, that Quote, after taking a quick walk in the outback where we see many shots of Peter looking contemplative and staring out towards the horizon, Pete takes out a pear-shaped diamond, FaceTimes Hannah Ann's dad to get his blessing, and then gets ready to ask Hannah Ann to marry him before he has to think about Madison. All right, so it looks like, uh, you know, it looks like he's about to do the whole bachelor thing. I don't know what you're doing right now. Can, I'm, you, can we focus? I'm getting some music because uh, he's looking contemplative. So I'm, oh, okay, I'm so doing the, the walking away music from the Incredible Hulk. From Hulk, okay, I gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's still uh, choosing between uh, Hannah Ann and Madison here. I think I know which way I'd lean. Uh, Pete goes to a cliff where he's going to ask Hannah Ann to marry him. Chris Harrison, the host, pops in and says, oh, yeah, she may not be coming. Hey, bro, uh, she's stuck in traffic. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. She's telecommuting today, you know, coronavirus. Uh, mere seconds later, she rolls out in an SUV to receive Pete's hot rock. <laughs> what? Like, they didn't even, they didn't even, like, leave him on the hook for half the episode. Like, it's just, like, seconds later. It's like, oh, surprise, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Chris Harrison was the one driving Hannah Ann's car, and he, like, leaned out the window. He's like, she may not, oh, no, I'm just kidding. She's right here. That's, like a, right. that's such a dad thing to do. Like, yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, I don't think she's going to show up for your date, hotshot. I'm just kidding. She's right here. They start smirking. Ah, I got you. I got you so <laughs> good. Hey, I'm a dad. I'm a dad. 
quote, in, in sit-down interview with Chris Harrison in front of a live audience after the shooting, Hannah Ann reveals things didn't work out, and Pete was still pining for not only Madison, but Hannah B, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. There were two Hannahs. Oh uh, we then <laughs> we then watch a Cheaters esque. Oh, real quick. I mean, is Cheaters still on? That was a great show. I don't. I kind of remember that. You don't remember Cheaters? Oh, oh man. it was a okay. terrible well, show. What, what is Cheaters? T- please tell the it audience. It was one of the. It was like it was a show that was always on WB. I think by law they could only show it from 11 p.m. on. I don't think there was any prime time slot for Cheaters. But pretty much, I think it was scripted. Uh, oh, so Cheaters not, was from 11 on, and then. Uh, blind date was what they showed for the rest of the day yes man blind date also a terrible show but cheaters the main thing with cheaters was i and i want to say it's scripted if it's not sorry for everybody's losses out there uh but pretty much what happens was uh tony greco the host he he rocked uh he would be like oh this person was getting cheated on they tell their story and then they would show like the pi going around getting video surveillance of uh, the, the person cheating and then they would confront them at the end Always led to an argument, if not a fight, and then uh, you know, surprised they didn't get back together. So that that was cheaters. Uh, it's a good reference. I appreciate this reference. Uh, so let me get back to it. We, we then Something watch for you find at- folks to watch while you're quarantined. Yeah, if it's still it's still gonna be on somewhere. It's, it's probably on YouTube, on YouTube I'm somewhere. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So uh, and again, you tell me if you think it's scripted or not. I I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, we then watch a cheaters ask breakup scene. There you go. Filmed in an undisclosed location with a couch. Pete breaks it off, and Hannah Ann tells Pete that he, quote, took away for took away her first engagement, end quote. Before zipping off in an SUV, Hannah tells Pete, if you want to be with a woman, you want to become a man. Oh, that's fucking, that's some deep-ass shit for the Bachelor right oh, there. Man, so deep. ABC has a small screen showing some of the audience while this is happening. They pan the Barb. I think Barb was uh, his mom. And she is enthusiastically applauding at this moment. Get dunked on Pete. So pretty much, naturally, his mom was just like, yeah, he's got a man up here. That's pretty much what has to happen. So Man up. Uh, yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, first of all, that's just quality television. Uh, and then the last, uh, last BU update blur we got here, folks. So uh, drink it in. Later, Peter and Madison talk to Chris Harrison in front of the live audience. Barb starts getting real feisty with Madison and drags her a bit. Pete says... Go Barb! (laughs) Yeah, Barb's a good Midwest name. Pete says, please don't do this. I love her. And Madison cuts Barb off and says she doesn't need this shit. She can find another fuckboy anywhere. I don't think she said fuckboy. I I don't think that flew on ABC. And that's... Disney-owned network. And that's how the batch ends. So, if I'm getting this right... Is that back-to-back seasons where the Bachelor ended up not going home with the with somebody? That's that's what I, it sounds like. I yeah, believe, I mean, it, yeah. Well, it sounds like he just got greedy here. He's like, well, you know, I want to have sex with three women at once. There is a whole lifestyle Bart? for. Oh wait, Hannah B. Hannah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. Pilot Pete. He just wants everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got you. Yeah, there, yeah. there is a religion where you can do that, but you have to move to Utah. You don't have to move to Utah for Catholicism. You can do that. Right oh, hey, oh. Uh, is that a joke? Catholicism <laughs> is not where you can have as many wives. <laughs> no, I, you know, want. I know. It's, oh. yeah, 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 I got you. <laughs> oh, dude, we're not on the same page at all. But no, like what? what? <laughs> Pilot Pete, come on, come on. He got a taste of the windmill life, and he just couldn't get enough. Windmill hashtag windmill living, baby. That's what he wanted to keep doing. Uh, loving. Yeah, he he got some loving in that windmill, and he just he's been thinking about it nonstop. So still that's the bachelor. That's the batch update. I still need to know. Was it a full-size windmill, 
Was it a mini golf windmill? What was it? And I'm sure I could easily look this up, but I'm not going to do it. Don't. Yeah, let's just let our imaginations run wild. I mean, I like, I like never actually seeing a picture of Pilot Pete. I like how I'm picturing him right now. I don't know what I don't even know how to. Aviator sunglasses, a scarf. Yeah, because pilots wear scarves. Yep. Like a single person plane. Like I don't think he's ever actually carrying passengers. He just. He's always just out there by himself, really showing off that he can fly a plane. So that's why I, I picture it going down. And then also, there's too many Hannahs. You know what I mean? You're talking about too many cooks earlier. There's too many Hannahs. Too many Hannahs. Too yeah. many. Yeah. How am I supposed Hannah, to keep Hannah, track of Hannah B. Get women with different names. Come on, Batch. Can't we just do like a celebrity boxing with uh, pi- uh, not Pistol Pete, uh, Pilot Pete, and uh, Luke Pither? That's the only other guy I remember from last year. Let's just get those two in a ring and box and that that'll be our entertainment they should bring back celebrity boxing by the way remember <laughs> that on boxing. fox or i think it was fox yeah the, there was a big nobody else is doing anything right tr- now there was a big trend at that time with like celebrities fighting because there was also the time of celebrity death match on mtv oh yeah and that was i remember that show bring that back sport? there's no other sports on yeah I guess mean, what there's gotta... no human interaction in claymation hey Preach. I mean, I've been saying that for years. Although, as yeah, we so found I'll out play. from Ben Wyatt on Parks and Rec, it takes a hell of a long time to film. <laughs> Stand in the place that you Stand. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I, I, I like community. I like it a lot. I don't know if it's going to cross into the. Uh, I think Parks and Rec is like one of the top. Might be my favorite show ever. It's up there. It's pretty good. I don't know if community is going to get there, though. I will say that. Where, uh, do you agree? Is Community, do you think Community is that good of a show? I don't think Community is the top five for me. It's not, a, it's not, yeah, it's not quite that. I'm not sure it's the top it's... ten for me, but I like it. I like it a it's lot. It's a good show. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do around the league and then get the hell out of here? Let's do that, but I just wanted to mention we have gotten a lot of great suggestions for uh, future content. Uh, over however long this is going to take and uh, well known on our end we are trying to organize uh, when we want to do each idea but uh, we're going to do most if not all of the ideas we've been pitched so far so uh, thanks for those we have uh, we're definitely going to address those uh, uh, shortly if we can yeah I mean because we got a little bit of news this week with the players plan and um, I mean the the Bruin stuff uh, but yeah we're going to it's going to be I'm it's just not excited. Be a lot to talk about. I'm excited for the every team but the Red Wings and Senators playoffs. I, I am too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I think I was looking at the. Uh, I think somebody put out there too, like the 25th team in the league would be the Sabers because you know things haven't been that painful for them recently. They would also have to miss this awkward cutoff in no situation. So it's gotta suck being a Sabers fan. But anyway, uh, around the league, we're good for around the league now. You uh, yes, do, uh, you have my there? clearance to go. Okay, I'm gonna do around the league right now, Steve. So get ready. We're recording? Okay. Uh, Keandre Miller. <laughs> I <signed>. hope so. <laughs> Keandre Miller signs his ELC with the New York Rangers. The defenseman was taken 22nd overall in 2018. 40 points in his last two seasons. Uh, over 62 games at Wisconsin with Wyatt Kalyanuk. Uh The Ducks' Kiefer Sherwood cleared waivers. Uh, that's got to suck being put on waivers uh, during this week. Uh, according to the Athletic Scott Powers, the trio of... 
Blackhawks president John McDonough, GM Stan Bowman, and head coach Jeremy Colton will be back in 2020-21. Just as a reminder, Chicago hasn't won a playoff series since their 2015 Cup win, and they haven't won oh, a wow. playoff game since 2017 or 2016, actually, because they got swept in 2017 and then missed the last couple seasons. Former president and CEO of the Calgary Flames, Ken King, has passed away at the age of 68. And last but not least, speaking of the Flames, Jonas Hiller announced his retirement from hockey earlier this week. He went 197, 140, and 37 over his career with 23 shutouts in seven seasons, five of, or seven seasons with the Ducks, two seasons with the Flames. He also spent the last four seasons in uh, Switzerland's top league, the NLA. So that is it for around the league. Let's get, uh, let's get the show on the road. All right, Craig, before we get out of here, I no. need – I'm going to put you on the spot. I need you to give one ridiculous movie recommendation to the listeners. I've got one. I'm going to give you a minute to think about oh, it. Oh, man. Ridiculous? Or anything. Anything. One movie recommendation for the listeners uh, to watch this week. So uh, my movie recommendation of the week, uh, I'm going to recommend a Nick Cage movie that is <laughs> okay. absolutely – friggin' bonkers insane it's called drive angry and nick cage is he i believe the plot is he fought his way out of hell to get revenge but this has nothing to do with ghost rider which is very similar too and i don't know it's over the top there's guns and nick cage over the top shit it's it's great it's a great time I remember, okay, so thinking of Over the Top, and I don't know why this movie came to my mind. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on here before, but... Is it the movie Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone no, arm wrestling people? That would have been a fucking great segue. No, it's not, but we should we should reenact that movie. I was going <laughs> to say, in 2006, I think 2006, 2005, Harrison Ford thought he needed more money, so he did a movie called Firewall, and I don't... Give me back my family! Okay, yeah, so, exactly. And then, so, like, his family gets taken away from whatever, and then the family dog is with them. They find out that the chip is in the dog or whatever. And, like, the dramatic turning point where he's about to leave, like, the uh, the CIA headquarters to, like, go get his family is after they find out the chip is in the dog. So he starts leaving the room. And they're like, where are you going? And they cut to him turning back dramatically, and he's like, I'm going to get my dog. And, like, <laughs> that was the – so based on that, I don't remember if it's a good movie or not. It probably isn't because, I, I, you know, I'm the only one still talking about it. I would say go watch that. Great. It's got to Great be recommendation. I love it. Yeah. Did so. I ever tell you about the Halloween costume idea I had a couple years back where I just wanted to <laughs> dye my hair gray, uh, shave, <laughs> and wear, like, a corduroy jacket and just run up to people at the party and just start going, like, where's my wife? Where's my family? <laughs> Give me back my son. <laughs> Get off my plane. Like, basically, it's just every Harrison Ford movie ever because all Harrison <laughs> Ford does, and I love Harrison Ford, but any movie that's not Star Wars or Indiana Jones, he's basically just like in a suit jacket, grabbing people, <laughs> yeah. demanding his family back. And then like he does that iconic jump, that dive where he's like going for the gun. Yes. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that happens in Firewall too. You got to check it out. Steven, I want you to watch it this week. I, I will watch Firewall this week. I'll find a way. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna uh, yeah. We'll talk I, about it next week, and if you can find a way to watch Drive Angry, please I do. I think it. I will. Yeah, I have actually heard that's like a good or not a good. It's that's a like good, a good bad, bad movie to watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's great. You get a you get a couple brews and sit there and watch Drive Angry. You're gonna have a good night. Pretty sure half of Nick Cage is like, you know, discography. Oh, I'm gonna watch another Nick Cage MVP movie this page. week for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just the it's just the way it is right now. I have to do that. I have to catch up with uh, 
And Better Call Saul is what I got to catch up on. You should have got to get, get cracking into that. I mean, uh, it's embarrassing how far behind I am. You know? Better Call Saul's good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. It is. Oh, I know. You don't. You don't have to tell me. I just gotta. I just gotta get my shit together. Is what's what's going on. Damn right. You're damn right. All right, folks. That's all we got. If you have any feedback for us, the best place is on Twitter.com.org.edu.ca. Dot clown penis dot fart old SNL reference right there. Uh, you can reach Craig at sports are bad, and I mean sports are nothing right now. But you know when they are active, they're bad. And by the way, I need to clarify something because I got a few tweets. I got one from our buddy Hal, and I got one somebody else tweeted about like how you know sports are actually good. And I, I want to point out that right now we do miss sports, and it is important. Sports are very important. However, at the same time, they did create a relationship where we have to depend on them and now they've left us in a time of need so they are kind of abusing us fans that's all i'm going to say about sports so sports are still bad it's just uh you know we wish they were still around right now i just wanted to clear that up until i see somebody in the orange and black holding that stanley cup sports are going to be bad to me so thank you pretty good point right there yeah so yeah um uh and this week, uh, I, I should have another fly, or, uh, return flight about the uh, Fire Stars uh, tomorrow on Friday. I think I'm going to do when uh, Laviolette pushed uh, Steve Ott, because the Flyers and Stars don't have a lot of joint members together. I so. like it. So I'll see if I can find all those clips and pieces together. And uh, that's kind of what I'm going to be doing right now is the return flights for a little bit. And then also I'm going to start thinking of uh, some other stuff to chip in during the week. So um, that's... Uh, that's what I got going on here, Steve. All right. Well, you can reach Craig at Sports or Bad. You can reach me at Flyperbole or Esteban. But for hockey purposes, please make it Flyperbole. And on that note, uh, I would encourage you to listen to the other podcast we are putting out weekly. I said it was going to be short this week, and it went an hour. So <laughs> not quite so <laughs> short. But our goal is to make an early in the week shorter podcast. We're calling Flyperbole Under Quarantine. Uh, that replaces the Flyers forecast. And then we put out the regular length fly probably at the end of the week uh so we're keeping the content coming we're gonna talk about stuff who knows where it's gonna lead us but that's the fly probably way and thank you for continuing to listen we will continue to podcast yeah that's i mean that's how that's how it works baby you keep listening and we'll keep making uh stupid games and stuff for you so i'm I'm pretty excited i'm excited for the downtime in the sense we're gonna talk about a lot of stupid stuff i mean this is the summer reps right here we talk about dumb shit all summer and that's our bread and butter right there Yep, that's uh, yep, that's what pays the bills. So, uh, you know, that's. I mean, I gotta stop talking. I, I, I don't really know what else to say right it's now. It's late. So. We gotta, we gotta get out of here. Let's push the eject <laughs> button. But thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and listen. Uh, rate all. Well, you're obviously listening, but subscribe and rate all that good stuff. Uh, follow BSH Radio, Broad Street Hockey. Uh, like us on Facebook and uh, oh, there's a Fly Purpley Instagram now. So please follow that. Oh um, yeah, check it out. M has been doing some fun little art for the episodes uh, that we have been posting the links and, and putting those up. So uh, big thanks to M for doing a great job on those. And uh, yeah, Flyperbole Instagram, Flyperbole Twitter. Great stuff. Gang, that's all we got. Until next time, good night and good hockey. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Hello, everybody. This is Fly Purbly. It is a podcast about hockey, mostly the fly.
Flyers, but also other hockey things, like other hockey teams that play the sport of hockey. Steve, but not Steve Hartnell and Craig, but not Craig Ruby. No, this isn't all those hockey guys. These are the guys who watch the hockey sport. Yeah!